This podcast was recorded at Redemption Alhambra Village in Phoenix, Arizona. For more information about Redemption Alhambra Village, visit redemptionaz.com. Jesus is king. Jesus is alive. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus is coming again. And he's going to make all things new. Do you believe the gospel? Do you believe that what Christ has done for you, for me, on that cross was the only payment that could be made for us to be right before God? Do you believe that in his death he forgave you? Do you believe that in his resurrection he conquered sin? Do you believe that he's seated at the right hand of the Father and that he's coming again? Church, do you believe the gospel? When I got down on my knee in front of my fiance, Dana, and I said, will you marry me? I was proposing something. I was proposing this. You need to leave all other options. And you need to be with this. (laughs) She could accept. And she did. Thank God. Thank God. She could accept, and she did. Or she could reject. And I'm going to tell you, at that moment when I'm on my knees, she had multiple ways to figure out how to reject me. She could say, you're an idiot. You're not really a good guy. I don't believe in you. I don't trust you. I'm not leaving all of their options yet. And do all that she could to discredit me and then go put on her Facebook or go talk to all of her friends and let everybody know that this dude is an idiot. It wouldn't take much discernment for anybody to say, I don't think she likes him, right? Or she could take the road of going, listen, um... I know you're down there asking me to marry you at this moment, but the reality is um, I'm not done playing the field. You're a good option, and I'd like for you to hang around for a while, but I need to see what else is out there. There's a lot of good guys out there. And I just want to make sure that I kind of I see who's out there. Listen, that, that, that's not you're an idiot. But it's still rejection. There's also another way to reject. It's, it's kind of the, hey, listen, um, yeah, let's get married. Let's get married and, uh, and let's get married and, and then she spends her life acting as if she's not married. She says she's committed to me, but then she spends her life going and 
exploring other options. She lives a life opposite of the covenant that she's made with me. All of those are rejections. The gospel is the glorious news of Christ's coming that he is and it is this call for you to repent. And, and it, here's where the gospel becomes offensive because it forces either acceptance or rejection or unbelief. And just because some of us in this room have heard the gospel doesn't mean we have believed the gospel. See, some of us could believe that the gospel is good advice. And the way that we tell other people about the gospel is, you should do these things. Good advice is different than good news. When the herald would run into the town and said, we've won the war, the king is alive, and he's coming back, that's good news. But when he runs back and says, listen, we've lost, you better grab your kids, you better grab your wives, you better grab your husband too. They're about to kill everybody up in here, right? At that moment, you better take the advice, but it's just advice. And a lot of people look at Christianity just as good advice. Here's things you need to do to be saved. The other way people look at the gospel is as a good story or as fantasy, if you will. Like you do when you go sit in a movie. You love to enter into it. You love to hear about it. You love to hear about what has been done for you and all these kinds of things. And then you love to walk out, check out, and say, that was just a movie. Now let me go into the real world. It's just a fantasy. But the gospel is good news. It's the proclamation that the king is still alive and he's coming back to make all things new. And he is going to rule and reign. And this king Jesus is coming again. Do you believe it? Now, now, now I'm not just talking about do you believe it in such a way where you believe and say, yes, I believe and check Christian on Facebook. What I'm wondering is do you believe that Jesus is king so much so that you leave all other options and put your faith and trust in him alone and that he is coming to make all things new. Because my proposal to you today is this, that many of you may have heard the good news, but you have rejected it in different ways. Some of you have outright said, Jesus is stupid and I want nothing to do with him. He's not real. It's a myth. It's fantasy. Y'all are stupid for saying he's alive. This is ridiculous. And you sit in your room and you say that and you tell everybody that and that's in your heart. And let me just, let me just make it real clear. It takes no discernment on any of y'all's part to go, that person doesn't believe. The trickier ones start to come when people say, listen, I believe Jesus was a good guy. But I also think there was other good gods, good Christs. I also believe there was others out there. Let me explore my options. Let me look for other things. Let me live my life for other things. Let me just kind of wait. Jesus, if you could just hang around for a while. Let me explore my options. Church, at this moment, that's rejection. That's rejection. Some of you say, well, what's the purpose? Who cares if he rose or if he didn't raise from the grave? 
What does that do for me now? And your truth is based upon what it can do for you now. And so you've rejected him by saying, I don't care if the resurrection is true. I don't care if Jesus is true. What does it do for me now? I only believe in things that are functionally and good for me now. The other thing would just be, I would say, worse. It's the kind of unbelief that confesses, I will commit to you and lives their lives living like they're uncommitted. The kind that declares, oh yes, I'm a Christian, but lives a total different reality. Oh yeah, I believe in Jesus, but their whole lives are affected by a whole nother story. That if somebody was to see and to watch your life, they would see nothing to do with a dead person becoming alive. An old person becoming new. All they would see is a person who professes marriage and covenant, but lives as if they are not. And that's a tough one. Because those are the ones who say they're committed, but show zero commitment at all. And my proposal in this room, I know some of y'all, I don't know all of y'all, but I do know this. You've either accepted put your faith and trust completely in this gospel or you've rejected it but I will tell you this some of you are friendly in your rejection and some of you all are just straight out ghetto in your rejection <laughs> and some of you are confessionally rejecting Christ by saying you believe but your life reflects a whole other thing. Let me just make it clear. According to the parable of the sower, y'all have rejected him. And listen, today as the gospel is being declared, not only through this sermon, I want to make clear what does it mean to believe. I want you to look at Philippians chapter 3, and then we're going to end with this, and we're going to go into a time where we're not just going to hear the proclamation of God's word, we're going to see the proclamation of the gospel through those who go down into this believer's baptism. Philippians chapter 3, Paul says this to the church in Philippi. He says this, Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, of Hebrew of Hebrews, as the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But at whatever but a whatever I gain, I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things. Count them as rubbish in order that I might gain Christ. And to be found in him, you have, you have not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but which comes through faith in Christ, a righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him in the power of his of his resurrection and I may share in his sufferings becoming like him in his death that by any means possible I may obtain the resurrection from the dead what's the difference between knowing 
Jesus and knowing him in the power of his resurrection. I love what one commentator says, Tim Keller. He says this, the difference between knowing Christ and knowing him in the power of his resurrection is the difference between knowing a person and resembling a person. Here's what belief is. Belief is saying, I want to know Jesus and I want to live under his rule and reign. I want to be like him. It's not just saying, yeah, I believe. It's saying, I want to know him. The aim of my life is to know him. It's not just saying, yeah, I believe. Let's check it off on Facebook. It's not just saying, yeah, I believe. Let me do these good works. It's saying, my goal in life is to know him. Much like the goal of the covenant of marriage. I want to know this person and I want to be like them. I want my life to be one flesh with them. It is this beautiful, covenantal, greater than any marriage could ever could have. That my life is to know Jesus and to be like him. Look at the anger in your life. How is that going to be changed? Into forgiveness. Look at the insecurity. How's that going to be changed to great confidence? Look at those who are self-centered. Look at you, self-centered one. How's that going to be turned to compassion and generosity? How? The answer is that those who have put their faith and trust, those who want to know Him and be like Him, those who trust in Jesus, His grace alone, His work that He's accomplished on the cross, He places Himself in us. And because of His Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, takes old hearts and makes them new. Takes dead hearts and makes them alive. You see, the greatest power the greatest evidence in my view i think scripture declares this the greatest evidence of the resurrection there's so many evidence of it there's there's eyewitness of the resurrection there's there's the proclamation of the holy scriptures that declare he's arisen there's scientific evidence of of this kind of resurrection there's all these kinds of arguments but i will tell you this there's one argument that outshines it all and scripture says it's the witness of the church that is the greatest resurrection that when those who come the greatest evidence the greatest witness is that they come into these waters and in this water what they do is as they're coming down into the waters they're identifying with his death saying I want to be with him I want to know him when they come out of these waters they're saying I want to be like him those who are coming to these waters are experiencing not only a covenantal thing but they're proclaiming to those who are watching do you believe do you believe so here's what we're going to do the pastors are going to come and in a moment on the screen, the names of people who have made this profession. And let me just make it really clear. The names of these people. These are people who are in need of God's grace. These are people who, have, who, who, are, who are deeply broken. These are people who are, are confessing their sins in front of all of us. These are people who have put their faith and trust in Jesus and say, I want to know him and I want to be like him. These are people who are saying, I'm surrendering to him as king. These are people who are saying yes to Jesus. These are people who have trusted him with their whole hearts. And as their names come up, they're going to come. I encourage you to clap. I encourage you to take pictures. I encourage you to read their testimonies. And the band's going to sing. 
then I'm going to come up in just a moment. Let's start the baptisms, church. This podcast was recorded at Redemption Alhambra Village in Phoenix, Arizona. For more information about Redemption Alhambra Village, visit redemptionaz.com. 